0: So there I was in a coffee shop in New York City, waiting for Imani Ellis to come into the building and bless me with an amazing conversation that I knew that she was going to be able to provide. Uh, for all those who don't know who Imani is, Imani is the founder of the CCNYC, also known as the Creative Collective New York City. Uh, and she's also the creator of CultureCon, one of the biggest collective extraordinary events for creatives of color in the united states imani is someone who is going to always support you she's going to be someone who always builds with people of color no matter what your idea is no matter what you're trying to do and that's why i always call her a true queen because a true queen knows how to support all those around her and wants to build them up as she continues to build herself up she is successful in all ways she she is a communications director for Bravo, amongst many other things. But one of the things that makes Imani so great is her humility. Uh, I will never meet another person who is more humble than Imani, and someone who is willing to teach someone for free. Uh, she gives advice to people all the time for free, and I think that's just extraordinary. So. Imani, uh, this time that you blessed me with being in that coffee shop at that time when we were dressed in all black um, that we didn't plan. <laughs> uh, I appreciate you and uh, it's gonna be a little loud in this in this conversation because you know there were plenty of people around us and there was, uh, there was just a lot going on at that time. but I'm super excited for you able to hear this and welcome to the stage Imani. thank you so much for joining us everyone. This is the black stage.
1: So tell me about the CCNYC. You have this huge following. You're creating all of this opportunity. What does it even stand for? Can you, you talk to me about that?
2: Yeah, so the CCNYC stands for the Creative Collective NYC. I basically invited a ton of my friends over. By a ton, I mean like 10. <laughs> and I wanted to create this space where it wasn't just about networking, where it was more about the multifaceted well-rounded individual, so we could talk about work. We could talk about microaggressions at work. We could talk about what we needed help with, and I told everyone to bring someone they could vouch for. Mm-hmm. So, ten people turned to twenty people, turned to forty people in my living room apartment, and that's how we were born.
1: And it turned into you have to get out. <laughs>
2: you got to get out. Like, don't steal my phone charger. It was a lot of people.
1: Was a lot. Of What's people. the Wi-Fi? Right. So, so look. I think that a lot of times when we're looking to have conversations around opportunity, around diversity, around inclusivity, it gets kind of exhausting. Um, And I'm really, really fascinated because I've been to some of your events. I've seen it grow. I've seen it kind of really evolve into like this masterpiece theater, if you will, of what it means to be an entrepreneur. How do you kind of maintain it and what is uh, the drive behind it?
2: I think, you know, in terms of the drive behind it, It really is creating a brave space like we're not creating a safe space safe implies that you're hiding that you're smaller that you're scared but when you're brave when you're unapologetic when you're showing up exactly who you are and we're not like oh no we only want this part of you or oh what can you do for us like that is exhilarating and that's what we want to do in terms of maintaining it It takes a village, there's 11 of us under that hood, and we always are thinking, okay, what's next? And I think you have to remember that you need a tribe of people around you, otherwise you're gonna burn out. Um, And when you put those creative spaces in front of folks, It's inspiring and they want to come back. It feels like you're in a living room.
1: So, do you focus specifically on entertainment? Do you focus on media broadly? Do you, I mean, because like you're having so many diverse conversations and it just seems to expand. So, is there like a target audience of creatives that you're looking for?
2: So, when we first started, it was one event a month. Those events were selling out in about six minutes. So we've now expanded to four to five events a month. And they run the gamut on mental health, on networking in entertainment, but beyond. Uh, We just did a partnership where it was about building your business. So again, we really want to say like, who are you beyond just your job? Like, how are you doing inside? Like, are you talking to your family? Like, are you taking time for yourself to decompress? Like, we're not just about the job. That's one part of you, it's a whole other part of you.
1: You said mental health. How do you maintain self-care with doing all of this? This is a big thing in my life. I'm not going to sit here and just pretend like (laughs) this is just like some off. You are literally wanting something that is having major impact for people all over the country at this point. People are seeing your work, you're partnering with so many people, you're giving opportunities to so many creatives just to work with you. Like, how do you take care of yourself? How are you maintaining this? I think just because I'm thinking of like all these folks who want to make something Like they want to create something, but they can't seem to do it because they're not taking care of themselves and they can't maintain the project that they're trying to basically get across to the world.
2: Right. I think it's two things. I think I had to start seeing mental health as part of the whole and not just this thing that you do after you burn out. Um, and mental health looks different for everyone. Self-care looks different for everyone. For me, it's watching Breaking Bad. It's watching The Office. It's eating ice cream. (laughs) I take care of myself by eating really good food. I will just go to Red Rooster and order a steak because I'm stressed and I need to kind of bring myself back to zero. For some people, it's getting facials. That doesn't do it for me, but I think you've got to realize, okay, I'm burning out. Mm -hmm. Before I burn out, let me kind of take a pause and get back to it. And then again, it's, it really, really is important that people who are around you, you need someone around you who's gonna tell you the truth. Yeah. You need someone around you who's got that like blind following, like we're gonna get through this no matter what. And you need someone around you who's a little objective but who's been there before and can give you guidance. Because a lot of the things that you're facing as an entrepreneur are not new under the sun. Yeah. People have been stressed before. People have said yes too many times before. And you need someone who can say, you're doing a little too much. Yeah. Let me be honest with you. And I think having those three people in my corner—someone who keeps me grounded, mm-hmm. someone who's like, we can do whatever we want, like a conference, and th- we can do that. Yeah. And someone who's like, I would do it like
1: this. What scares you?
2: Oh God.
1: Well, no, seriously. I mean, what scares you? I, I, you have a very outwardly facing role in something that is already outwardly facing. Like, is there any fear that comes with that?
2: I'm afraid often I will be honest Um, but the need for this to happen really trumps my fear Um, I look at these things that these moments that we put into the world and they're beautiful moments but the road to a lot of these moments are crippled with fear anxiety self-doubt And a few things come into my mind, okay? Either you're going to do this through fear or you're going to do this and be brave. And I think, you know, I've experienced before what it feels like to make yourself smaller. um, And I just can't go back to that. So the other option is just to be brave. Mm
1: -hmm. Where do you get that from?
2: You know, I did track for for three years and before that I did ballet for 14 years. And still hold the school record at my high school. <laughs> Colin, still check it out. But I did hurdles, plug, 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 and it was—it's horrifying yeah. because there is no like everyone gets a medal. You win or you lose. Yeah. And I remember running. Um, I was at state, running against someone who had trained me how to do hurdles, and we got to preliminaries and I won. But then we got to state. And we're going over the last hurdle in 400 hurdles, and I can feel myself pulling in front of her. And my body subconsciously goes, no, 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 you don't. She trained you, yeah, and I let her beat me. And I remember what that felt like. And I think being an athlete, being a ballerina, a lot of that translates into who I am today. Um, I don't stop until it gets done not when it gets hard, and I think that self-discipline, one, comes from my parents, because excellence is just kind of the standard. And two, I think definitely comes from being an athlete. Um, Life is really hard, and you're only really able to bubble up if you can persevere, Um, not at your own detriment, but to be strong and to be brave and to be courageous, you have to kind of say, okay, I am afraid, but, like, I'm going to push through it.
1: When you look at the future of the CCNYC, what do you envision that to be? You
2: know, I think that's the most beautiful thing is that our future is ever changing.
1: You've created culture con. <laughs> you created culture con. Yes. I mean like yeah, it's changing. I mean like that can you first of all let's just talk about culture con before you even talk about the vision. Like CultureCon is amazing, oh, and it's you. it's in its third iteration happening this year. This year, and it just seems to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And I think that that's the important part that I just wanted to speak about because you have a network of people who are working with you that are bringing in their networks into CultureCon to make it this magnificent thing. You talk about yeah. CultureCon.
2: I mean, I think you just hit it on the head. It yeah. starts with the people. Yeah. We are bringing together this amazing group of individuals who are, I mean, they're creative geniuses. I mean, the folks who we have doing the PR, the bookings, behind the scenes, the digital marketing, they're the best in their class. And then we all come together and we're like, but we're going to do it for the culture. So, our first year, 150 people sold out, had over 500 people on the waiting list. Last year, about 850 people more people on the waiting list. This year, we're going to Dugal Greenhouse, over 2,000 creatives. We're introducing CultureCon Week, a week of programming. And we've got people flying in from like Toronto, from Milwaukee. I mean, it is, it's insane. Are you going
1: to make this international?
2: Yes, yeah, speak that into existence. You London. said Toronto.
1: I mean, how international where are you going to go with
2: it? <laughs> I mean, but that's the great thing is, you know, we sit together as a team and we're like, okay, what are we going to do this year? And to work with your friends. I mean, I know there's been horror stories, but I am here for it. I love working with my friends because we are able to kind of imagine these larger than life ideas and then bring it to work.
1: That's great. That's great. <laughs> it's great it's great it's exciting it's yeah just, so when you think about the vision and you think about all of that what is going to be what is the vision of the ccnyc in the foreseeable future that you see kind of turning into because it's not i mean it is ccnyc nyc but it's really not anymore it's like cc global <laughs> like, yeah. you know what i mean like yeah what what is it what is it going to be
2: I think, you know, we've done a few pop-ups in the last few months. We were in D.C. We just got back from L.A. two days ago. We're going to Atlanta in July. Uh, we want to reintroduce what it means to be in a room of dope people. Like, there's nothing wrong with, like, day parties. I am here for them. But, like, what about, again, the rest of you? Like, what about your dreams, your aspirations, your collaborations? Like, what if we could put you into a room of creatives who were just as curious as you are? who wanted to collaborate just as much as you did. Like, It's incredible. So I just want to keep spreading that message. I want it to always feel like home. I want it to feel like church on Sunday morning. I want it to feel like the family reunion with the baked beans on the side. Like, I think we really want to just keep creating these brave spaces. Um, And if I can go to as many cities as possible, uh, we're gonna do it.
1: Mm. So when you think about what you really want to do, Mm -hmm. what you really want to do, when it's all said and done and when you look back and you've created all these different things, you've made all this opportunity specifically, especially for people who look like you. Yeah. What is that thing? What is it that you really are trying to get accomplished at the end of the day?
2: I think I've always been a connector. I love kind of bringing really amazing vibes into a room and then just stepping back. I think then my work is done. I don't really need to be in the center of the room. I just love seeing the people in the room and what comes out of that are these amazing collaborations and projects that you never have dreamt of like award winning films have come from people who met at the creative collective and it's just like that's so much bigger than anything i could have thought of so If I can just keep doing that no matter as big or as small, whether it's people coming over on Sunday night and I'm cooking for them, or it's CultureCon and there's 2,000 creatives, you know, I think one, working with this incredible group of people, my friends, what we're building together, that was the dream. Everything after it is really like icing, like all these amazing collaborations that we do stem from the people who are behind the scenes putting it together.
1: That's amazing. Like congratulations on everything. I mean, honestly, just to think about where you started in a living room, yeah, and now you are literally like making all this impact. It's just, it's, it's outstanding. So, look, toast to you, toast to the coffee, (laughs) and um, I think the funniest thing about this interview is the fact that we're both wearing black. Listen, Um, we're not going to a funeral after this. (laughs) It just so happened that this worked out. But I mean, they say people of a, what is it, birds of feather flock together. So I think that, we're that was just, we're, we're here. Yeah. There's, there's a connection. Yeah. So congratulations, Imani. I can't, I'm, I'm going to culture. I'm Please. going. I'm going to be there. I think you're yeah. going to love it. If I'm going to be in a corner somewhere, just like having to take pictures, I, I'm going to be there. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Uh,